0: Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. Summertime is the right time for taking road trips. Whether you're taking a day trip or loading up the car for a cross-country adventure, you got to have some tunes. On today's episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll, we put together the ultimate road trip playlist. We're going to play some songs, share some insights, and talk about some great music to check out while on the road. We want to put the windows down and the radio up. Let's go.
1: Yeah. On the road love is making
2: music with my friends, and I can't wait to get on the road again.
1: On the road again.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 22, the Double Deuce. Yeah. yeah. I am Bruce Kramer. I'm here with two people who need no introduction because their name is on the sign outside of the bar where we are recording this episode, Mr. Ryan McCusker and Mr. Doug McCusker. Get your kicks on Route sixty six. Are you rocking out there? Speaking of McCusker, Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia, and we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. And speaking even more of McCusker, we are changing it up tonight by recording this episode in McCusker's Tavern with an audience. Yeah. yeah!
3: I heard my name more than I ever once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded this show here for months when
0: it was closed, yeah. and it's so great to be here with other people. Although I do not like that I actually have to pay for my beer now. Yes, and that's I was, all right. I was bringing well, my own, well, but you
3: insisted on buying the first beer here. I, at I did. Yeah, you know. that was funny. <laughs> But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because we always talked about doing a live show here at the bar when they're, when we have our friends here with us. So this is kind of like a really a dream come true for us. Yeah, hopefully yeah. this
2: picks up the atmosphere, you know, yeah. that we can show off through the radio waves. Yeah, yeah.
3: let's do it. And if it, if it doesn't work...
2: We'll never yeah. do it again. <laughs> it's the <it's> podcast.
0: <laughs> Who cares? Tonight we are talking about road trip songs. And, Ryan, that was your suggestion because... I'm going on a
3: two-week road trip yeah, out west. Yeah, where,
0: where are you going, Bruce? I'm
3: going to Montana, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Yeehaw. Oh, Sounds really. so exciting, man. But no. I'm only kidding. But like, I've been to South Dakota before, and it is, it's beautiful. I wish I was going with you. Me
0: we, too. We uh. wish you were going with us as well. I think some of the other guys that are working here wish you were coming with us as well. But, <laughs> yeah, they don't need me but, around. Jesse
2: but, could work while I'm away, right? Jesse, you're good? you're good?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we start, man, So we're going to talk about, we got 20 songs that we thought were the ultimate... Playlist. And back in the day, right, you would have to make either the cassette tape. Yeah. Or the CD, and you'd have or to have manage your book
3: of CDs. Right, and you'd and have to make the them. folder yeah. with all the yeah.
0: CDs, and you have to make sure if you're burning a CD, you got to manage how much time it has, and you know, you get the 120 minute cassette tapes. Yeah, and-
2: I miss making mixtapes, but I mix, I make uh, playlists on Spotify like nonstop. Yeah, yeah man, dude,
0: yeah. you're you're on point with all this. The I try. Playlists you make I mean,
2: it's a hobby of mine putting songs together and you know, see if they
3: rock together.
0: So, and I know both of you guys take a lot of trips. You guys like. You guys have all kinds of stories about taking all your 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 musical pilgrimages. Yep. Yeah. Me
3: and Ryan go on trips. We try, like, once a year, we're going to start up again when more shows come more available. But we usually take a trip every year to go see, like, a certain band. Like, oh, we have to go... One show that we I kind of wish that kind of happened was Aerosmith's 50th anniversary show in Boston at um, Shea Stadium. You that would have been awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and Ryan's like, oh, you know, we should go to the show. I'm like, dude, you want to go see Aerosmith again? He's like, yeah. dude, it's the 50th anniversary show. It's the 50th show. anniversary,
2: and it had Extreme was opening up for them.
3: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah,
2: Extreme was opening.
0: That would have been great.
3: So yeah.
2: what
0: what is the longest road
3: trip you guys have ever taken? South Dakota. Did you drive out to yeah, South Dakota? I drove oh, from here.
0: Oh, I'm flying out there. Yeah, Fuck
3: yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> we, drove, we started here, and then Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, kept on going, man, and uh, got to Mount Rushmore and kind of looked at that's it a for a few of, minutes, turned around and came right that's back. That's a lot
0: of calluses on your ass, yeah. man. What about you, Ryan?
3: I don't know.
2: Road trips, uh, probably about six, seven, eight hours, but on a plane. I've been to Italy. I've been to Ireland. You know, I've been to Canada. I've been a lot of places, but I really miss out seeing a lot of America. You know, I I, I really want to see. Like, I'm
3: really jealous that you're going to Deadwood. Like, I would. You better bring me a magnet back or a T-shirt. <laughs> but you know, like a lot of people spend all this money to go abroad to go see, you know, Ireland, England, you know, Greece, whatever. But there's a million. Be- there's so much beautiful things to see in this country that people take for granted. Like one of my uh, dreams to do is. Dr- Fly to Chicago and then drive Route 66 all the way to California. Like, I'll get there. I'll do it one day. The,
0: the road trip is such a classic American thing, and the road trip playlist is a, absolutely it's essential. It's a must. It's a must. I yeah. mean, what yeah. kind of
2: You don't even know you're on a trip until you got the playlist playing.
0: I mean, and even if you guys are just taking a day trip and you're driving down the Jersey Shore, which is about an hour and a half and two hours from here, you got to have the tunes.
2: Yeah, mostly it's usually the, the Grateful dead. dead or Fish. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you know, we try to split it out a little bit.
0: So I think the way we're going to hit this tonight is we've got our list of like 20 songs. We didn't put them in order organized by, by us. Ryan put it in order that makes he thought made sense. Yeah. And then maybe we'll, you know, we got, we got our listener feedback. We've got the electric chair. Maybe we'll ask people in the bar. What do they think? Man, yeah, right what, what are some other good songs? You just you just want to jump right in and just start up? Let's see here. We got some great people here tonight. We're all happy we do. We to got see got a everybody. Decent, we got a decent decent full yeah. house.
2: We got Joe over there. We got the other Joes over
0: here somewhere. Joe's over there. Yeah. You're you recording in Philly. you got to have like five guys. To, yeah. 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 So got, man, you yeah. want to just jump right into the first song? Let's do it. All right, man. So the first song that you put on your list was Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. I think
2: that's the most great song to open up to. We're going to bust loose. And we're Born to Run. You know? Let's
0: do it, man. Let's Let's listen to a little bit of it. <laughs>
2: How was it a couple weeks ago we did our electric chair and somebody was like, "Oh, you gotta do some Bruce Springsteen to send them to electric chair." It was the
0: electric chair episode. Not three in our, but epi- not
2: in our show. Damn no, it, not
0: in
3: our show. We did a whole show on Springsteen.
2: I know. I, I don't get it. I mean, if you don't get Springsteen, that's. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not, sorry. sure.
3: I'm sure some people sitting here right I'm now. i sure. good Raise Springsteen. your hand
2: if you hate <laughs> Springsteen.
3: Yeah. Get, right. out, two, right. three, get three, out. Four, five, six. six. We got about a hundred people here
2: tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's a
0: great song, I man. Sprung from cages on Highway Nine. You know, yeah. like you you can go to Highway Nine. It's not that far from here. It's an hour yeah. and a half. It's it's fifteen minutes from my house. You know, I, I live a town or two over from where he grew up. Not not on purpose.
1: I yeah, don't, I'm yeah. sure.
0: I I've I, only dug through his trash a couple times. <laughs> that's it. I think
2: I think that song is the spirit of running away. Yeah.
3: You know, bust and loose. And that's like, you know, Springsteen's thing. He's like, you know, the the American dream, like maybe the working class American dream and just kind of just to just go drop everything and just go. He's you got know?
2: a new compilation coming out. It's called like America's Playlist. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty, you know, uh, or ironic that we do playlist and he's coming out with a playlist. I'm he's like, is clearly, he stealing?
0: He's clearly stealing
3: our he's gig. He's clearly s- stealing from us.
2: I know. I know he is. Yeah. We're going to see lessons.
3: But he's back on Broadway now with his show. They just reopened that show on Broadway, that one man show that he had. I wonder
2: if it's the same show. But they over put again. it on Netflix. It is. I mean, it it is. is. It is. But they it put really it on Netflix. on Netflix. No, it's
3: great. I loved it. I, I love when he sits there, hey, you pose with the guitar. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, you know, I asked Ryan, I'm like, you know, you already saw it on Netflix. If you had a chance, would you go see it? He's like, absolutely. I don't yeah. care. It's the same show. You know? I would go in a
2: heartbeat. Just, I, this, To see Springsteen on Broadway in a small thing like that and if you've never been into a Broadway theater it's like the state it's like stadium seating. Yeah, you're so sitting you're on looking, top of each you're other, You're looking man. right down at them like it's there's really nobody vertical. else there.
0: Yeah. He also did say that um, the, the band is going on tour next year. I mean, He'll be 73, 74 years old but hey, I mean, man, he'll be playing never until he's if you're into rock and roll, there is nobody that compares to a live act than him. I said you can listen to the show we did on Springsteen Up Until Born in the USA. We talked a lot about his live performances. Yeah, it's just I, second to none.
2: You know, besides his music, I really love this book. I mean, yeah, I read his book to, also. to like really get in depth of how he grew up. You know, with his grandparents on in on the one side of the of the street he had the Irish family. On the other side of the street the he Italian. had the Italian family. You know, and he would go over to the uh, The Irish family, because that's where everybody drink and sing all the songs all the time. Um,
3: They go to the Italian side to go eat?
2: Yeah, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Definitely.
3: It's it's
0: a great pick, man, to open this up, because it's just a a big, hopeful song about getting out and breaking out of everything. And I think a lot of the songs that are on this list kind of have that same theme. All right, you're just, let's keep on rocking and rolling. Keep on man. going. So the next song you had on the list was "Beautiful Day" by U2, and there's a couple bands that are on this list that I feel you could have picked any one of several songs. Sure. And this is one of them. I
2: picked this song. Um, we obviously talked about "The Streets Have No Name" on every episode we talk about. <laughs> so I want I wanted to pick another uplifting song by U2. I think this would be another song to go 75
3: miles an hour outside the city. And when this song came out, this song was such a uh, breath of fresh air for me anyway and it was kind of like you know you two got a little like you know experimental with their sound the times and everything like that and this was more of like a rock and roll album the whole album The whole great. album is great play,
0: let's play yeah, it. Play. Let's play, it. It. let's play 30 seconds of it you
1: thought you found a friend to take you out of this place where you could lend ahead in return for grace so beautiful
2: Bruce, you just said the, the greatest thing about U2. It's like another U2 song with an awesome build-up.
0: Yeah, we normally play like 30 seconds of a song. We had to let that go for a minute 30 because every one of their songs has these enormous intros. I mean, it's not like we, uh the streets have no name or still haven't found what I'm looking for, but it's still a very small No, it's,
3: I think it's a very uplifting song. No, it starts off very subtle, and then it just crochet, like, crochet, uh, kind of just builds up and just kind of just... Crescendo. Crescendos up. You know, You're I'm like the a musician. Crochet, yeah, crochet. Crochet. crochet, crochet, crochet Cliché. yeah.
2: Hey, me maybe, maybe something. Like...
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Doug. no.
3: I was, I was just going to say, like, you know, this whole album, all that, all the things you can't leave behind. This is a great road trip album, in my opinion. Yeah, you Elevation know, this, is a great song. You know, um, but when this album came out, man, there was like, you know, that was like right after like 9/11, or it came out pre 9/11. And for me, it was just like something to hold on to. It was Like, you know, there's no such thing as an atheist at a foxhole because there was you didn't know what was going to happen the next day. And this was just just something uplifting. I'm not a very like religious person, but I guess I'm a very spiritual person. And this really you, is that your quote. Nothing's my quote, man. I get bits and pieces from everybody from me around out. me, man. Like you know,
2: you know, I just think you um, two is just one of those bands that bring people together. Yeah, I uh, Bono. You know, people have their opinion about Bono. Maybe he talks too much, and he has an opinion that just just goes on and on and on. But, you know, he writes all these great songs. You can't take anything away from him. I mean, y- you can hate certain songs, and you can hate him, but you got to be like, yo, he wrote some timeless songs.
0: Absolutely, man. And, and I didn't go too far down the rabbit hole and the nerd shit and uh, any of the songs that are on this list, but I looked a little bit about this because I was like, the album before this was pop. Yeah. Which yeah. I, that I do not like that album at all. It grows on you after 30 years, dude. Well,
3: like the, <laughs> you know it grows on you. If it doesn't grow the, on the, you the covid the first virus, virus. <laughs> right, coronavirus <laughs> will grow on you too yeah. if you give it a chance.
0: Yeah, but I also found that like and I was reading a little bit about it. And Jimmy Iovine, who produces all this stuff, yeah, was he's a genius. He did not like pop, and he was like, "I'm not putting out another one of your albums until yeah. there's a single on it." Yeah, and then as soon as he heard this, he was like, "Okay, this is a hit. Let's go." He's not
3: necessarily wrong. You like you know what I mean? Like, I think this, this is a big. This whole album, this song is a big commercial success. Yeah. I think this
2: song gives a great leeway to what the album sounds like. Like everything on this album has the same uplifting sound as "Beautiful Day" does. Elevations uplifting. Um, you you
3: keep yourself stuck, together.
2: Keep yourself yeah. together. Stuck in the moment. Stuck in the moment. You yeah.
0: yeah, and Pop was the album that if they were not you two, they would never be able to make an album like right? that. Right? Yeah. They, they were like, it was, yeah, we're, we're it was super more of successful. Experiment. We're yeah. gonna just kind of be different.
3: Yeah. That album was just like an experiment, I think. Yeah, they you got know. they got in front of themselves. Yeah, with their... I think I still think they were trying to make fun of like uh, the media and maybe America a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. about
2: everything you left behind, I mean, I feel like they got back to regular U two. Yeah, but, like, but they weren't trying to be an art
3: art project. They weren't trying. Which to... is what pop was. Pop yes, was a so pop, pop was, was, was like, an art project like kind of thing. Nico,
0: yeah.
2: Kind yeah. Of but shit. If you remember,
3: like Octoon Baby when that came out, man. That wasn't very well accepted when it first came out. Like people were kind of like, "What is this?" Yeah, but Pop you know? was a major, no, 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 unsuccessful yeah. album. I thought yeah. Baby was a totally different sound for them, yeah. and, and the, everybody it was a huge for it. hit. And we talked about one of the shows. That's why I like you too, because they always evolve. But like Ryan said, when they made this album and this song and the other songs on the album, they got that back. I, I think. I think they knew that they had to make a a, a good. U two album,
2: not necessarily a pop album. Yeah.
0: But, but this album, that song went was a hit on the pop yeah. chart. Oh, I, the, get I get it. I get Not the rock and roll chart. And Bono talked about that. He was like, "That had always been elusive for us as a band. We were always like the you know, alternative yeah. or whatever, whatever the hell the chart was."
3: But I think a little piece of me believes that they realized that they had to win their fans back, and they. Did. I don't think they. I think the fans were all about um, pop. Yeah, I think it was the bands. people. I
2: think the people that just buy records and just well, listen to singles. Yeah, they didn't understand it. Well, I, like, everything they, you left behind was such a then, comeback. Then they I, realized
3: that they needed to sell more albums. Well, I, you know, I like you two a lot. I
0: fucking hate that album, Pop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I don't like it. I
2: don't. I haven't listened to it in a good twenty years. I, mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of
0: Zouropa either. So, yeah, I mean, I both, of them, both of them were art projects. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I respect and appreciate the fact that they are always evolving and trying new things. Yeah. And they've made me such a fan that I give them some leeway. They're not like, uh, I'm not going to abandon them because they come out with something that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, where well, they forced the download down to my iPhone. Yeah, I <laughs> <that> was <laughs> really
1: happy
3: about that. They made some that awful a album.
2: Yeah. They made some awful albums in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, the last one they put out was pretty good. I liked it. But that free shit they gave away. No wonder they gave that away for free. It wasn't free. they gave
0: it away. They put it on a brick and
3: they threw it through your window. <laughs> yeah. there you go. Good point. No. Cool, man. Yeah, I,
0: we've talked about them three or four times on the show. They're they're a classic uh, rock and roll band. And the next song that we have on here is another artist that there could have been seven different songs by this person on this playlist, and that's Running Down a Dream by Tom Petty. We're good. All right. Let me just play a little bit and let's just talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Sun beat down.
1: I had the radio wall. I was driving.
3: When that song comes on, your foot gets a little heavy, man, and you start flying down the highway a little That's bit.
2: That's like my man Andrew over here. He says he wouldn't mind getting a speeding ticket if, if it was for this. Or did you get a speeding ticket? I got two speeding tickets for song. For that
3: song? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's great, dude. Two speeding tickets. Listening to the song.
2: Good for I'm, you, Andrew. I mean, dude.
0: Yeah, you get on the road and you hear that. Yeah. You just want to just pedal down. Out. You're putting the arm out the window. You're doing that thing where the air's going up yeah, and down. Yeah, yeah, You're getting a sunburn on the one arm.
2: You know, I, I I just see myself cruising like you know down the starting out the New Jersey turnpike on the beginning of the trip just tearing down
0: i mean like from where we are if you're going to philadelphia down to the new jersey shore you can take a highway or you can take a lot of like back roads yeah. that are just two lane highways yeah. through 55. the pine barrens yeah. yeah
3: and this is one of those like there's nobody yeah. in front of me i'm just gonna light it up and like, i'm gonna the, go like you said like that that's the first song probably on the playlist because it's a great opener you know he's opened shows with that you yeah. know
2: it really charges me up when i hear that beginning of the guitar solo of uh, oh, that, that riff of the, of the riff of the, the guitar-
0: song, good when the guitar solo starts is just, you know, which is the, great. Which great, know, and it, it, it hits you, and then it backs off, and then the acoustic guitar comes in, and it just, you know, it's a couple chords, and then it steps out. See, it's- that's
2: the thing about the, what was great about Tom Petty. He was just he wrote simple songs. He wrote simple hooks.
3: Yeah, Um He's a
2: songwriter. He just he was a great songwriter. But people make things. Songwriters make it too complex. And he like stripped it down and just made songs when when like bands like u two kind of stretch out and right. try to make you know statements. Right,
0: Jess, you hear that? How brilliant! To- My wife is she's weird. not a Tom she, Petty fan? She does not like Tom Petty. Whoa. She doesn't like his voice.
3: I'm oh. just <laughs> getting booed in the Boo this woman. <laughs> Boo. No, we well, love she, you. She
0: doesn't like his voice, so. but wow. she's getting lectured on Good on Tom thing Petty. I'm not
2: going away with you because we would, listen, <laughs> we would listen to Tom Petty all the way through everywhere.
3: Maybe Owens was going to make it listen to Coldplay the whole time. <laughs> uh, the Warden the warden the warden is
0: taking so much shit for liking Coldplay yeah
2: hey man somebody's gotta like them uh, it's cause they they sell a lot of
3: albums right cold Cold sore cold sore <laughs> but yeah you know Tom Petty's very missed I yeah. miss him so much I still say every time I hear him I'm like, I can't believe he's dead I still can't believe that like, it still hurts.
0: And he was on your list of the top six American yeah, rock absolutely. and roll bands of I, all time.
3: I, one of my buddies, Brian Gleisler, he he listened to the episode, and he called me. He's like, you are so lucky that you put – I'm like, of course I put Tom Petty up there, man. Like, you know, it's it's great I, American music. I've said this a couple times on the show, and I, I might have edited it out, but I, I took my daughter
0: to go see Tom Petty on his last tour, mm-hmm. and um, lucky she's you. here. Yes. Hey. And, it, and it was one of my favorite concert moments
3: Did you like ever. it? Yeah he, yeah, he was
2: great live. One of the last times I've seen him, he blew me away on stage, man. Yeah. That was, was the only
0: ch- time I ever saw him. And really? I, was oh, glad, really? I was glad I did. Oh, good for you. you the, know, all the times we talk about, like if you want to go see somebody, go do it because you never yeah, know yeah. when you're going to get yeah. the chance. And the, that was, you know, he wasn't he wasn't that old.
2: The last thing I saw Tom Petty do, did, he was on stage, came back on for his encore, and his opener band was Stevie Winwood.
0: So you, you said that.
2: I yeah. so, told this story before. We're, we're in a little
3: bit more, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going to run it in a little bit more. Because Doug was working, right? Yeah. And he... So, you know, Stevie um, Woodward's playing, and he doesn't play Give Me Some Lovin'. I'm kind of shitting my pants and being a baby about it. But then he comes out during the encore for Tom Petty, and he plays Give Me Some Lovin' with Tom Petty. And it was so
0: awesome. You said you were calling him at the bar. I Tell was him. calling
2: Doug up on the phone, like, you're missing it. Yeah, I don't was care. That
0: was great. Steve Winwood is one of the like my bucket list of people that are still around and touring. Yeah, you should definitely I see him. Seen that yeah. I wanted to go see him last year, and I think he's playing with Steely Dan. I initially thought it was James Taylor when I uh, when I trash. Uh, I think it's Steely Dan who is maybe one A below James Taylor. There's not me, many Steely Dan songs I like. No. No, and there's no James Taylor songs I like, but no. I don't want to get all fired up didn't and angry we, Didn't again. we
2: kill one of his songs in we one of our old episodes? Yeah,
0: yeah. Fire and rain. I couldn't even speak. I got so angry talking about James, <laughs> James, James Taylor. I said I I said I should see a He shrink. makes me angry. His, yeah. his
2: laid-back songs make me angry.
0: Yeah. Well, we're here with all of our friends, so let's not get angry. Yeah, let's angry. not get angry. So no. Let's keep rolling on, man. So the next song we have is, I don't know who picked this. It wasn't me but i'm really curious to hear why and that's the impression that i get by the mighty mighty Boss Tones.
2: i love the mighty mighty bostonans this is a
0: great album ever yeah. since
2: i was in high school i followed the mighty mighty Boss Tones. i've seen them probably at least 6 7 times We would show up their shows with suits on, and if you don't know the the Mighty Mighty Boston, Boston, Boston's—they're a ska band.
0: Right. They have a They have a trailer that they pull around with them, with all of their suits and their wardrobe, and they had like the plaid suits. Yeah, they're a
3: good time, man.
2: Yeah, let's hear Let's hear a song. All right, let's do it. I love that song I know it's played out And you hear it In the supermarket Probably all the time <laughs> Yeah you do But you I do. love this song I, You're cruising down The highway And you know The Mighty Mighty Ballstones are just Upbeat band They got no downers All their songs Are upbeat The horns are so jolly I mean and, and you just You know Their shows were so much fun When we would go Back in the
3: day Doug No they're so much fun And like you know I still like to listen to You know of course The Mighty Mighty Ballstones But like there's a few Other bands but that, that, you know, Skaz was really, really big for a split second. Like you know, the, maybe like, like, the, like a year. Yeah, like the big split. 98. Yeah, then Brian cat caught on, and like he started, then the big band, I'm sorry, the big band sound came in. Big, big band. Bad Daddy and, yeah, and all yeah, that. Cherry Pop and Daddy yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. But I think that Scott was the gateway for, especially that album, Facelift, because that was a huge album. That was they a sold, great album. They sold a lot of copies of that and um, I think that was the gateway to that sound coming, making a big comeback. I, you I, know, To me, I mean, I'm 45 years old. I remember being
0: in high school and people just putting stickers around in like the bathrooms of the dog, the bulldog. Yeah, yeah. It said, yeah. Yeah, lost them. Yeah. and it was like this underground kind of thing. And this one song was was a hit, and it, it kind of brought them up to the surface. And they kind of like they disappeared again. I yeah.
2: think I think things go in waves. Of course, everybody jumps on the bandwagon, off the bandwagon, and the Boston's haven't been on the bandwagon for over 20 years. I mean, there you see them on the Warped Tours, you see them on that, but I haven't. Seen seen him in Philly in a long time. I haven't even seen their name posted. I know Dickie, their, their lead singer, he's on the radio all the time
3: out in Boston. He has a show. Um, he was a, he was the, uh, the announcer for some talk show. Was it like Conan or something? No. I, I think he was an announcer for one of the basketball teams or something like that no he was he was on television every night like uh, i pick one like i mean I don't know. Like, like 5 6 years ago but he uh, he definitely was uh the announcer for some talk show and Dickie, I was like, holy Dickie shit. shit barrett yeah Dickie that's, barrett. His that's his name yeah. he's the man
2: but their show, if you've never seen the Mighty Mighty Boston, uh or you don't know what skanking is, skanking is a form of dance that you do to ska music. It's, uh, and they
3: even had a guy on stage that his job is just ben to Carr. dance. Ben Carr, man. Ben Carr. He's a trip. He,
2: he would do nothing but dance on the stage. He didn't play an instrument. He didn't even sing backup. He just danced on stage.
0: Yeah. They're, they're playing you know. a couple really small shows this year. They're playing... They're playing a brewing company in Colorado called Jesus. Ska Brewing Company. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. They're playing in Worcester, Massachusetts outside. They're playing some. They're playing Ride Fest in Chicago. Are they? And really? They're playing the Greek in California.
3: But that's it. They got four shows. That Riot Fest up. looks like a great show. I wish I could. I wish yeah. I could go to it because you know I'm old. I don't think I can hang out that old all that whole day. But there's a lot of great bands on that uh on that show. Yeah, but yeah. I
2: yeah I wish the Bostonians would hit Philly if they're listening to us. Come down to this down here man let's do this coast your family left you
0: Bruce they did alright I don't know where they went but and they're gonna miss the next song because this is probably one that they would have liked so the next pick is mine and it's Here I Go Again by White Snake which I think is the greatest driving song ever written let's hit it let's do it
2: God, I miss the '80s, man. The '80s were so much fun, and you know, t- poor Tony Katane, right?
0: That is the greatest driving song ever. Yeah,
2: I mean, you go. I just picture Tony Katane riding around on the actually straddling roll the cars, in the car. Absolutely. straddling the cars.
0: Absolutely, I mean, I, I. We own a 1980 Corvette, and there is nothing better than if you're pull. And we bought it in like November, and then for that December. I made my wife a CD because it doesn't have any audio <laughs> input, <laughs> to it. and it was all hair metal music. It was Motley Crue and Def Leppard and everything else, and this was the song that was. But the, you know, qu-
2: the question I have for you is that Stingray like street legal? Yeah, yeah, it's
0: street is
1: legal. it? You yeah. sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But you take it out, man. You 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 smash on that gas, man. It, what, what, it'll move.
2: When I hear that song, I think of the the movie. Um, what's the movie with when he goes back to college? Uh...
3: Back to school? No, no no, 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 Soul Man? No, not Soul, Soul Man. <laughs> Did um, they cancel that movie? I think they knew they yeah, it. That was a little a freaky movie. What are you talking about? Like Billy Madison or something like that? No, the movie with okay, that was Aria Speedwagon. Yeah, he's chilling the Aria Speedwagon. I'm trying to old remember. School, old school, old school, old school, old school. When
2: they're playing that song in old school, and and that's what I think of. He's revving the engine. He's like, yeah, I don't think it's street legal, but we ain't <laughs> going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, that video was great. The song was great. Bruce, you said it in one of our episodes that you went and saw Whitesnake, Snake, and they still got it.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, man, we saw him in like a really small venue, and he was in all denim, and he had the smoke up behind <laughs> him. And was it like, acid wash denim? He, yeah. <laughs> he's in his seventies; he could still sing. Sure, yeah. And he was like, "Is anybody smoking any weed out there?" And you know, he's like, "We'll pass it <laughs> up Jesus. here." Jesus. You yeah, know, just he was great.
2: I like I like David Coverdale. I I always have. Really,
0: think, he's really talented.
2: They uh, should have hired him for the Zeppelin comeback. No,
3: if, I don't if, know if, about all that. I think nah, dude, it, the no. album he
0: did with, with he, he, Jimmy no, I, Page I was I've awesome.
3: To I um, I gotta be honest, they're not my favorite band, and I always thought that he was just a Robert Plant cookie cutter. Okay, band. that's just my opinion, you know. No, I mean I love like White Steve Snake. Bob's great,
1: you know. Yeah,
2: White Snake put some great albums out. Yeah. I mean that, but that song is a classic. It's a video classic. And, you know, it's one for the spank bank.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a rock and roll,
0: driving fast song. All right, man, we're moving on. Song number six, Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. Let me just play a little bit of it.
3: Hey Andrew, next time if you know you put on like running down a dream, maybe you should switch and put that song on. That might make you like slow down a little bit. It's a great song, but it's kind of, that's kind of like a chill drive song. You know what I mean? I'm not a Stone Temple Pilots fan at all. No, I mean well, I, I, I like
2: that song. It's okay, but I, I just never got what everybody was so about Scott
3: Weiland. Everybody yeah, says he was the greatest frontman ever. No, no, he, he just wanted to be Bowie, but in my opinion but no Stone Temple House was great man they're a great, the, ba- the they're a great album, band their first couple albums I mean that album Purple
0: was just fantastic yeah. I mean yeah. like
3: uh, Core was really good
0: and then they just came out with another album that was just as good okay. no sophomore I mean,
3: slump no but it's just you know they, they just they got I, th- I feel like they got big really fast when they first came on the scene they were not very well ex- like accepted at all because of sex type thing they got a lot of shit over that and I think we might have talked about it in, ep- uh, in another episode. Their first tour was they opened up for Megadeth, and th- they they were getting a lot of bad press because of like uh, domestic abuse and things like mm. that. Because what the song was about. And then Dave Mustaine got there. He's like, "Well, we don't care if anybody likes this band. We like this band, and they're going to be huge. And they are. They, they, they got were. huge. Yeah. Plus, com-
0: I mean, they got compared to Pearl Jam a lot with Plush. Oh, I, mean, I, I literally, yeah. I, mean, I remember yeah. seeing that video the first time and thinking it was the new Pearl Jam. Video. Yeah." But
2: I think that unplugged was good. I think when uh, they un- did unplugged, that was one of the best unplugs around. And they, you know, they showed how talented they
0: were. I mean,
2: it's just a shame that Scott Weiland couldn't keep it together to be in a band.
0: Couldn't lay off yeah. the Tylenol. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Tylenol. You know, you know, was also weird. Like, I didn't follow them very much after the. Yeah, you know, the first three or four albums. Yeah, I never knew that Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park was their lead singer. Sure, yeah, for a, yeah. Hot for a while, and like they yeah. put out a couple songs, and I was, yeah. I was doing, the- I was just doing a couple
3: notes, and I'm like,
0: really?
2: Maybe I- they should call it quits. Yeah, you two singers that <laughs> yeah, <we> said, Maybe
3: <laughs> yeah, they should call we it said, quits. Right. Yeah, we, me and Ryan talked about that before. Like, maybe those three guys just have bad luck, and maybe those three guys are a pain in the ass, could, and like could, they they make it, they push it to that that point.
0: Could they get James Taylor to be their new singer? They could. That would be great, and they then could. if he could follow and. The
3: footsteps, but they, the, those three guys put out another band, The band was called like talk show or yeah, something like that. Terrible. And that, that was, I literally bought that record at Tower Records, and then drove from in Cherry Hill, and then drove back to Haddon Heights, and whoever was in the car. By the time we got back, which is a twenty minute ride or whatever, I kind of like, who wants this thing? Yeah, it was no good. I, yeah. got I my remember, I remember when sister. that came yeah. out. it was no good. Yeah, yeah,
2: they weren't good at all. I don't. I I just don't like them. I never have. But I'll tell you okay. what though,
3: those two brothers, man, they, they're great. You know, they're, they're great. They're great, man. Yeah, they they're had a flashman of a couple albums that they were just really, really successful
0: and put out a lot of hits. Um, yeah. All right, that's cool. Um, song seven is Highway 101 by Social Distortion. I'm so glad
3: to see them on this, this list. This is actually my first pick. We, you know, we've been recording for a half hour. This is my first song. All right. But um, this is like my always the go to. This always gets me in a great mood. This is a great song.
0: Let's play 30 seconds. I hope everybody seconds. likes it. Yeah, let's play 30 seconds of it.
3: This, this whole album Sex, Love, and Rock and Roll I think Bruce we talked about it before on the show this might be my favorite Social Distortion album it's like one of their later releases but from beginning to end you know like you have Reach for the Sky you know, you know don't take don't take me for granted Nickels, nickels and, and dimes. dimes and sometimes that's my theme song like all I do is chase Nickels and Dimes you know Um, If you're not familiar with social distortion, you know, like Alex is here. Alex never really listened to social distortion before we started talking about it Because he's a deadhead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But he liked them, right? You liked them, right? Yeah.
2: We have a Social D license plate hanging up in the bar one of our friends gave to us years ago. I I love Social D. I I don't have tattoos like you guys have, Social Distortion, but I probably see them about five times. How many times do you see them, Bruce?
0: Uh, Almost 10. So I I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes like last year was the first year I haven't seen them in probably a decade they play they, they tour every year and yeah, I, they yeah. haven't announced any dates yet this year and I'm hoping that they do um, yeah man they're great I mean they're one of my favorite. Yeah. after Springsteen they're probably my favorite band yeah I said it before Mike Ness
2: his lyrics are are so deep and so like I don't know I always said it before. His lyrics and music is like a leather rose petal. I don't know yeah. if that makes you any sense. You did say that before. Yeah. Something that's so delicate, like a rose, but it's leather, like a leather jacket. I
0: and don't. He know. sings a lot about his heroin addiction and finding God after yeah. he got cleaned up. And yeah, white light, white heat, white trash is probably one of my favorite albums, like ever. Yeah. And I when I'm when I'm in a bed when I'm feeling down or I'm depressed, I'm upset. The two albums I always go back to are that album and The Rising by Springsteen. Sure. I just yeah. feel like it's, you know, it just, I just find comfort in it. Yeah, man, and that, that album, this
3: album that you're talking about with Highway 101 on it, I agree. It's, it's great. Yeah. And, like, for a road trip, that song is just perfect. Like, there's been, like, a thousand times, like, I've been driving, and then I put it on. And it's just, like, I just love it, man. It, just, it gets, puts me in a great mood, you know? You know, like I love, like, they have a song called Sick Boy. Mm-hmm. So, if there's a lyric, you know, sick, sick boy, sick girl right on a Saturday night. I love that because he's, he's tapping into another song of theirs, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just love it, you know? There's, there's
0: again, another a lot of songs that I would listen to, I'm going to on a trip. I uh, When She Begins, off one of their early albums is always on a couple of my playlists when I'm putting something together. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah, they're just great. They're a great band. I hope to see them on the road sometime oh, soon. I
3: hope so, yeah.
0: They're a great
2: live band. I've seen them. Uh, maybe five times. Yeah, I I'd probably I seen know. him about
3: eight times. But one, I took uh, my girlfriend Anna to go see him. She's never seen him, so I took him one time. And I think you might have been at the show. Is it the show at the factory, the Electric Factory? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it was like more of a rockabilly kind of show. And she's like, "What is this?" I thought we were at a punk show. I'm like, "Yeah, me too." You know, well, that's
0: funny. We we were at that show, and I was. It was me and Jess and the kids, and a couple two of my buddies from college and we were talking about how when we were younger we would be like way up in front yeah. in the middle of it Yeah, we were and now back. I was like my, my ass was like out the door at the yeah. electric factory because I'm like I don't want to get hurt I gotta no, throw I my can't. back out
3: you I, took the kids to that show? yeah they had to be young because that show was like a good like seven years ago it was, at their, it was, ago. A, it was yeah. at their request they are like really? can you good take us to you go guys. see Social Distortion awesome Chloe, if you ever want a Social Distortion tattoo, me and me and Bruce will take you.
0: I actually, she um, she has a couple of my Social Distortion shirts, and my fat ass doesn't fit it. Actually, <laughs> the one time Ryan and I, you you and I went and saw them, we had a great like, time. Like oh 2012. my god, that I, was great. I gave Chloe that t-shirt because I don't fit it anymore. Nice. I bought
2: a hoodie from that show, and it was my favorite hoodie. And then I gave it to some girl, and I never
3: seen it again. That's how it goes. Chloe, well. I think I might have something for you. That it doesn't fit me anymore, but I think you'll dig it. You can take it on your trip with you. Social D All right.
0: Let's keep moving on. Next up we got Rearview Mirror by Pearl Jam off
2: of Versus
3: This is you, right? This is me again. This is a great great opening song. Like it's just great, great song.
2: great song one time i um in the bar i had a customer and he was a cop and he told me we were listening to the song and he told me if i was chasing somebody like speeder and they were playing the song i let them go <laughs> I mean, like he, yeah that's awesome yeah he's like i would let them go to this song if they were listening to the song and go 100 miles an hour i let them go you gotta you hear that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so when you're going 100 miles an
3: hour and you Play, Turn off uh, the Tom Petty yeah, and yeah, put yeah. On Might the, as well take a shot Jam. But yeah. this album was great when, when Versus came out Like it was like The follow up to uh, 10 10 And I, I love this album instantly You know It gave me like You know The, the album opens up with Go But It's a, such a high energy album And it kind of makes me Wishes that They would put out More music like this Again Their last album was awesome
2: I love. it Did you really? Yeah They're not making Fish albums They're making Pearl Jam albums F- I loved it I loved it I was listening to it the other day I love it
0: you guys are bigger Pearl Jam fans than I am I, mean, mm-hmm. shit, I mean, the, the seat I'm sitting in there's four Pearl Jam posters within five feet of yeah. me here in the bar um, I, I kind of stopped listening to them when Versus came out that's when you stopped? yeah they the, start, first, they, the first three I really liked and I just kind of like I don't know by I just,
2: Vitology I had enough of them you know but I got back into them by the Yield album when that Cameron joined the band I was like alright they got a good drummer, I'll listen to that.
0: Yield the one with the cover with all the little the little signs, the little squares all over it. Yield to oh, no, it has no, no, a yield no. sign on yeah, it Yeah,
2: okay. they're they're on a highway.
3: The album that you're speaking of, that album's called No Code. Gotcha. And okay. That is my favorite Pearl Jam album okay. to date. And I can I have like the five other guys will say the same thing. It's you got like Red Mosquito on there. You, you got such a great maybe you should give that one a shot one day. Like it's it's really good. Versus first yeah. I love blood
2: One versus I love animal. Yeah. I love Corduroy. I, I is Corduroy on that or is that that's on the Vitology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Animal is great. It's it's probably the last Pearl Jam album that they really, really, really like totally got down rocked with with that old nineties rock yeah.
3: sound. And I don't I don't know if I, I talked about it before when we were talking about Pearl Jam, but like when Verses came out with which this song is on the vinyl was released a few weeks earlier than the, uh, the CD was available. So if you want to hear the new Pearl Jam album, like early, you buy the vinyl, and uh, you got a, a sneak peek anyway, because vinyl was really picking up. It was still a thing. It's still a thing today.
2: No, I, I think by that vinyl came out, everybody was throwing their record players away by then. Yeah. You know, everybody was like, with the CDs, and even cassettes were on its way out. Yeah. I mean, I remember getting verses on, on CD. And it was that. Remember, it was orange. Yeah, it was orange. It was orange, and I was like, "That's pretty
3: different." But that you know, when they released that CD, that thing didn't come in a jewel case, man. It came like in a, like a booklet. It That's like, right. It
2: was like a it, yeah, yeah. It was like a it was like cardboard. Yeah. cutout. it was like kind of
3: thing. something new that would, like I never bought a CD yeah, like that I'll before. Baby was like that too. Was it? the
0: other when you say that? Yeah, yeah. It was like the cardboard packaging. of yeah. the, the the it was definitely thing that folded out.
3: It's earth but friendly. Yeah, but that—that's why you know Pearl Jam was super cool because they were, even though you know you two might have done it before those guys did it, but they were just doing something different than like just what everybody else was doing. They but put a I little more that, love in the product. I think that hurt them in the long run when they were trying to be different.
2: Yeah, with the like, whole Ticketmaster thing, they and, were like, "We're going to be different. We're going to." But they well, ultimately they hurt their fans. Sure, they hurt in their the long fans run. in the '90s. We yeah. didn't get this. Nobody got to see them barely, and they're still doing it. You know, no, you, the, they they come. They played Budweiser Fest a couple years ago. Yeah, but I like, mean,
3: well, here's the thing. You know, they, me and Ryan were going to go down to Memphis, take another rock and roll trip. I'm sorry, we we're going to go into Nashville. So right before the pandemic, the show was going to happen. Like, like um, I, I forget what it was, but then the pandemic happened. Ryan busted his ass getting tickets. So you if you get these tickets, you couldn't get them on. on uh, is it um, Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster like, or whatever? You ha- if you didn't get tickets, you weren't getting tickets. It was illegal to sell them. You couldn't do it. Like New York, like Mass Square Garden, was a different? They had their own laws, and that show was a little bit different. But the rest of the tour, you couldn't. If you didn't get tickets, you're not going. Unless it was some from some the second no party.
2: Third, there was no third party ticket sales. So yeah. you've
3: always, I mean, I've always respected the fact that they want
0: to cut down on that shit. Like yeah. people taking advantage of it. But, but like you said, they when they do it, they doing, all, they the, wind up hosing people it's that, my
2: problem if i want to pay five hundred dollars to go see them that's my problem that's not up to them yeah you know i think again they're hurting
3: the fans no, and i i agree with you on that you know absolutely and
2: again if you don't get tickets on a pre-sale or anything like that you're shit out of luck there's, there's no way you're going to get tickets to pearl jam if you don't have a pre-sale
0: and, yeah. and that's part of it too like uh, there's 17 different you know the Citibank presale, pre-sale the amex pre-sale yeah. and the all the, you know, the Rusty pre-sale. That's, <laughs> that's what it.
1: pisses
2: me off about Pearl Jam fans. So like, oh, they, they they fuck around just like everybody else does. They they do all the buy-ins. They sell out. Yeah, they, they're not. They, the one album they sold at Target. They had the Target thing on the front album cover. You know? Do I love them? Yes. Do or do they go against? Like everything, like no, they they yeah. cashed in a long so you're time. Like, yeah. Spare
3: me the, yeah, you're spare going, me the bullshit. Yeah, they're, Eddie, not, gonna, they're not against the establishment anymore. No, they bought in. Yeah, and they want to do things by their rules. And like you see, like you guys said, they're just hurting their. I bands. think
2: I think they're humble ass
3: dudes. Don't they get are. me wrong.
2: I think they're humble dudes. I think they still write great songs. Um, then when they come, they still they bring sell it. out. They yeah. sell out. They put a great show on. But I just think over the years, they've just done so much stuff trying to change things that they hurt their
3: fans. And and that being said, like you know, Pearl Jam have their their core fans, just like The Dead does, just like Fish yeah. does. They sell out every show they go to. And yeah. people who like Pearl Jam, dude, they love Pearl Jam. They like, can do
2: ten nights at, at Philadelphia, and they'll sell out, they'll every, sell out every single night.
3: Yeah. night. Every, every night. night. Yeah. But
2: I, I, I just wish it was easier to get Pearl Jam tickets. Or they played bigger th- – Places, I wish they had played Lincoln Financial. Then you would have no problem getting tickets. Totally they, could they could do that.
0: They could yeah, do Ed that. If Sheeran can sell out Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah, I still can't Pearl that. Jam. Yeah. Can, uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. No.
0: All right. So we got two more songs left until we're halfway through. So the next song, awesome pick. Good Vibrations by That's the Beach nice. Boys. Let me just hit it.
1: I hear the sound of a on the wind that blitz her perfume through the air I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations Ooh, I'm picking up good vibrations, good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations excitation.
2: I just think that's a great song. If you're going to the beach, your road trip to the beach, that's yeah. a great song to, to start off with.
0: That's a song I ha- I've probably heard it a hundred times, and I swear every time I listen to it, I uncover something new or I hear something there's, different yeah, in it.
2: There's so many different sounds going on. That I mean, Brian Wilson was a major, major, big part of the Beach Boys. Um, he wrote all the songs. He had visions for them, and he was completely out of his and, goddamn right, and mind. and
0: this, this is the song where he's like, he's he his, lost his mind. Right, doing he's this song. Too. This is the song with the with the sand all in his living room, yep. and he's at the piano. I it worked I, for him though, like because he heard a brilliant
3: song. Yeah, you know,
0: and they said when this song was recorded, it was the most expensive song ever. It cost over fifty thousand dollars to record, and they were. The Beach Boys don't play on this song. It's well, all studio guys. I don't
2: think Brian Wilson trusted them musically to play
0: on his songs. Because they're all kind of like fighting with each other and all this other. Well, or I don't do you think they can't They can't I meet think his they were, standards? I
2: think they were just not on the level Brian was on. Exactly. I mean, they, they were like, let's write surfing music in like ABC. And Brian Wilson's just going, you know, let's go ABCDEFG.
3: But and, like, and it's way over their heads. But like, like, Ryan said, like, like the Beach Boys, the guys who played in that band weren't capable of playing to this level. To That level, you know. He had a, a different sound in his mind that his cousins and brothers couldn't give him. Well, like, in, like you, you, have your road bands, and then you have your studio bands. You know.
2: Well, you know, there was a lot of different sounds going on there. A band couldn't do it. No. You needed an orchestra. Yeah. Like that whole that's a cello, yeah, going back and forth. You know there's a, there's just so many little sounds going, like you said every time you listen to it you hear something different yeah.
0: yeah you hear that real high pitch I think it's called a theremin like that Yeah, I don't try to yeah. make the sound I'll blow the speaker out but it's like that that thing you hear at Halloween all the time yeah. it's, a, it's just a very rare instrument but yeah. they put it in this Yeah, and it really works man and they said yeah. that there's so many they, they recorded over 70 hours for this song, so like they don't even really know who all the musicians are that are playing
3: on it. It's, it's the so Wrecking Crew. Yeah, so many different different takes and pieces. Did you ever see that documentary, the Wrecking Crew I documentary? Did, you you have guys to mentioned watch it, it yeah, before. You got to watch it. But you know what is impressive is in this song. It's their voices. They're their harmonies the har- are absolutely I mean, no, no amazing. Bands. You can't mistake that. N- no.
2: They may not no. play on the album, but, but that's, that's they all their sang. voices. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Thank you. That's a big, big thing. Yeah. You
0: know? Absolutely. The Beach Boys, their signature sound is the harmonies. Yeah. This was the last number one song they had until Kokomo. Damn. Which, which That sucks. was like
2: 30 years after. 22. So oh.
3: 20- we were on the beach uh, on Monday and Ryan's playlist has Kokomo on it and we're all sitting around like dude where is Kokomo and we're all looking on Google and it's completely made up it's nowhere like it's just, um, it just I mean, sounds, sounds good yeah it just sounded good
2: I've been trying to go to Kokomo for my whole life like, <laughs> I go I go to the uh, travel agents they look at me like I'm nuts
0: You know what and I also as I was doing my research that Todd Rundgren covered this song
3: Did he really, Did really? Uh, I have
0: no idea. I didn't look it up I don't want to How know How
3: is he going to the rock and roll <laughs> fame I
0: don't
3: know he covered Good Vibrations or Kokomo.
0: We played five seconds of one of his songs when we were talking about him <laughs> on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, so, like, did, nope.
3: did he cover Kokomo or, I, or this song? Or Good do Vibrations. To,
0: do you want to see if I can find it? No, nah. nah, we're good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't even, I mean, I'll share it with you guys yeah. uh, in a couple days. All right, man. Cool. All right. Uh, song number 10. You got One of you guys picked this. I didn't. This is Free by Fish.
3: Yeah. I was going to put this on my list, but Ryan beat me to it.
1: Splashing in the sea, we'll hear a tiny cry as the ship goes sliding by. Free. Free.
2: I mean, I just put that on there to represent fish because a lot of the road trip we'd be listening yeah. to fish. Yeah.
3: I asked him like, "You're gonna put fish in the denim?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put fish in the denim." Yeah, right I'm gonna
2: put fish because rec- that song to me, just I mean, it's called free, and to be driving on the highway is f- being free, just so,
0: not being
3: home, just going somewhere else. Yeah,
0: this was the only song in the playlist that I didn't know, mm-hmm. and I have not listened to a fish song since you and I worked together in a music store, and you played in a <laughs> store over 20 years ago, right? I really like the song. Did you really? I really enjoyed All it. Right. I was One. like, I listened to it a lot. Joe, was, did you
3: like it, Joe? Did you like that song? <laughs>
0: Joe I, hates fish. <laughs> I, I listened to it several times, and I was like, I was, I really dug it.
1: <laughs> but. <laughs> um, but fish like, is a big deal to me. But they're, I, uh, oh I'm I, I know both you guys
0: really yeah. are really into fish. Oh, Doug, you're wearing a fish hat right now. Yeah, like, yeah, I really enjoyed.
3: I liked it. I liked it a lot. But their studio albums, I think, I feel that some of their studio albums that you would really dig, Bruce. Like, you should definitely I check probably, out would, that one. probably
0: the last album I listened to them was the the double live when that yeah, came out, and that was no. like '96. Yeah.
2: I always tell people if you're going to get into fish, you should listen to Billy Briefs. Or you should listen to Hoist. They're great albums to introduce yourself to fish. Fish is like listening to Zappa. They have so much music and just so much weird music that it's hard to get into them. You have to line up the the right songs to get into fish. Sure.
0: And I've and we've talked a little bit before, like they covered uh Jay-Z everything and some like the, yeah it sounds like they will do and uh, I probably should just shut up because I'm woefully undereducated no, no I mean, of right. you.
2: every Halloween they play an album like uh, they did a Talking Heads album one time they did the White album they did Dark Side of the Moon I'll,
0: what, I'll give them another shot I mean I, I don't need to hear another yeah. the 25 no. live minute ver-
3: 25 minute live version to bounce around the room on that live yeah. album but one album that I think that you would dig is Farmhouse okay that's an album that so I think is a really Farmhouse I'll check yeah. it out I yeah. think you should listen to Farmhouse. Right. I think you would love it.
2: I wish we could have a fish show on our. On our Put it on the list,
0: man. Let's I, think uh, we, I
2: think we should definitely have a fish show. Force me to educate myself. Rock roll. Okay. All right, I got a few books I can lend you. All
0: right, let's do it. Right on. Yeah, man. So we're halfway through the list. Why don't we take a couple minute break and we'll recharge. We'll come back. We'll do the next twenty songs. We'll see if anybody else in the bar has got any ideas they can okay. share with us, and we'll take it from there. Awesome. awesome. We'll be back. Stick around. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox at McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I got two observations, man. We're taking our commercial break. One, my daughter is frantically writing notes of all the songs that we don't have on the playlist yet. <laughs> well, we do, uh,
1: I do
3: have a list of other songs. Like, uh, yeah, man, dude, like, let's do it. Let's just cr- grab bag
0: just, it. Yeah, later just, on at the end of the episode. And we'll do it. I've had three people ask me where the warden is tonight.
2: Ugh. Uh, Rob, you are missed here. You should be here with us. We you should just, you? we should, like, you know, have Rob on the show.
3: I think a lot of people would are curious to hear I, Rob's voice. But Rob would be an expert on the subject for what he does for a living. You know, so, you know.
0: He did send us a couple of did honorable he? mentions. Okay. Yeah, awesome. So we can, we we'll can read pull them it off. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So let's just jump right back into it. Number 11 is a song man, that I love, and that's Take It Easy by I the love Eagles. It.
2: I love this song, too. Well, just play it.
0: I think Doug and the Big Lebowski both hate yeah. the Eagles? <laughs> I, you know, I'm,
3: I'm not a really big fan of the why? Eagles. Why?
0: Could like, you said that last, the I last episode, you know, too?
3: I, I said to my buddy today, and we we're talking about the episode, and, you know, don't get me wrong. This song is actually really good. I will admit this song is great. But I kind of, like, flashback when I was a teenager and for Christmas I asked for the Hell Freezes Over album. And I was like, why would I ever ask for that? Because you know? it's great. Yeah, it's it just... Sometimes it's just elevator music to me sometimes. I, love,
2: I personally love the Eagles. I think one of the greatest lines are in that song, Standing on the Corner of Wimstone, Arizona, and the rest of the lyric with my, such a
0: fine sign to see. It's a girl, my lord, and a flatbed Ford slowing down to take a look at me.
2: I think that's some of the great songwriting of America.
0: See, I and I wrote in my notes, and I don't have a lot of notes on any of these songs on mm. purpose, and I wrote, We may lose, we may win, but we'll never be here again. Which is I amazing. Love that. Yeah. Out
2: in uh, Winslow, Winslow. Out in Winslow, Arizona, there's a statue of a guy standing on a corner.
0: Because there's nothing else in Winslow, Arizona. No, but they but they have a statue. Sure, of, uh, supposed to be
2: Glenn Frey standing probably have out a, there.
0: They probably have like a
3: Dollar General.
0: They got a subway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they got the statue.
3: But that's pretty amazing. I never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, I didn't that's either. fantastic. That's pretty cool. I would definitely go out and see I would that. I want to see that. Yeah.
2: I, I, I love the Eagles. I love everything that Don Henley does on the drums. I think he's a brilliant drummer. That he plays with the song.
0: He is a great a yeah. asshole. Oh he, have yeah, you ever he, heard like he's? He play drums to, though. He's the mm-hmm. dude that like uh, if he's backstage, you're not able to look at him. Oh the really? Cut, is, he's one of those. I would never like, would have took
3: that for you know. I've never. I would never thought that. I always heard.
2: I mean, I watched the documentary, the Eagles documentary, and he is kind of a jerk. I went and saw him, and he played uh, some theater. Maybe it was the Forest Theater I seen him at in Philly. And somebody yelled out, uh, Hotel California. And he's like, not on your life. And I was like, Jesus, you could at least be like, haha, not tonight, guys. Yeah. But, but him, there's being, a, there's him that whole, being so blunt, being like, not on your
0: life. There's that whole debate over the there's writing credits that they fought over. Uh, Shit! What's the guy's name? Don Feldman, yeah, the guy that was in the Eagles that wrote that has the royalty. Like there, there's a really acrimonious fight over that. I, I love the Eagles, man. I love the acoustic sound. I, I think acoustic guitar sometimes is as close to the sound of God as you can get. Okay. I love the harmonies in it. I just, I tend to. It's a great song. It's just great.
3: I will get the Eagles this. They are very diverse in their sound and their sounds and different songs you know it's not just like one sound they evolve they have a country song they have this song like Hotel California I believe uh, that their
2: greatest hits album is the best selling catalog album of all time of all time. Yeah. No, it it's one of those
0: is. with like uh, Dark Side of the Moon it's been, yeah, like a thriller. Yeah. It's been on the charts for yeah. like a zillion years yeah um yeah, man. Even like like life in the fast lane, like I love like, that song. Yeah, that's like yeah. Nah. The
3: the stuff that Joe Walsh adds to that band yeah, is he's great. great. I think Joe Walsh is too good for that band but that's just me like I love Joe Walsh by himself I love his solo stuff um, I, I just appreciate the, the person that he is because he's a mess <laughs> like you know <laughs> think, he's an ultimate it. rock star when I think he that, was when he was on Howard
0: Stern all those yeah, years when uh, he was yeah. really drinking it yeah. was like you felt bad yeah. for him but it was hilarious yeah.
2: I think they should have called it quits when Glenn Frey died it was kind of who who they get to, to
0: replace him his kid, didn't they? kid
2: replaced them, and then uh, who wow what was his name
0: Vince Gill. Vince Gill. So I just I heard it over there. There you go. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, and Vince Gill took over. I just think it's kind of you know not cool. I think they should call it quits. Glenn was a big part of that band. Stop calling your the Eagles. Call you something else. Don't I, bring your kid up on stage. Yeah. And do you know? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I
3: agree with you on that. They should have just called it quits. But they're. But I'm like, gonna go
2: see Dead and Company. <laughs> yeah, we're
3: gonna go see <laughs> Dead and Company. No problem, right, Alex? No problem. Go we'll see that in company with John Mayer.
0: All right, let's
2: keep
1: yeah. on rocking.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of rocking, the next song, man, can you hear me knocking by the Rolling Stones? Another band. There could have been seven or eight different songs Absolutely. you could have you taken. And let me just play a little, thirty seconds of it.
3: Um, that, that was one of my picks. And, uh, that's, like you said, you could pick like six, seven different songs.
0: I'm sorry. As we're playing the song, my wife and my daughter are handing me notes of like, why did you pick that song and not this? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ. What a tough room. (laughs)
3: It's a tough tough crowd, folks. (laughs) On a paper plate. On a
0: paper (laughs) paper plate. Let's Let's, take it real serious. (laughs) Throw the paper plate at
3: me.
2: (laughs) she threw it at you
0: like a frisbee. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Doug. You
2: were talking about the Rolling Stone
3: song. Um, no, like, like you said, you could pick like six or seven different songs. But uh, me and Jesse, the guy who's bartending tonight, we had a, a conversation the other day how this is our favorite Stone song. Really? I, I love the yeah. middle part of this
2: song. Yeah. You really bring it down and with the with the drums that go up down and the guitar is real soft. Yeah. And then they bring it back up.
0: We didn't even talk about this song when we were playing. We did our Beatles versus the
3: Rolling Stones episode, of, huh. like way, way, way back. When. We talked about a lot of songs. That yeah, we
0: did. we were here for like six hours yeah. <laughs>
3: talking about. And I think that's what that was part of me. That's why I wanted to play this song, even though you can listen. I can listen to the Stones for like hours on a road trip, like nonstop. But dude, this is like my favorite Stone song. Like yeah. driving, sitting, working. I, I like, could. I could put the. Uh,
0: what's that last compilation they put? Grr. Yeah. The one with the gorilla on it, like that was a great album. I could just yeah. I mean, they've got eight thousand different variations of that greatest mm-hmm. hits album, but like top to bottom, this is great. That I could drive for hours. Yeah, that I've that seen
2: stuff. them probably at least like fifteen times and I'm never disappointed with them. Have you really no. seen them that much? Totally. 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 Have you really? Yeah. Wow. Totally. I've only seen them like four times. No, I've seen I I've traveled to see them. I've been i I've been all over this coast to see the see uh the Rolling Stones.
0: I've only ever seen them twice. So once it was with you. Mm-hmm. It was your birthday. Yeah. We went. Yeah. And then we were <laughs> in the top row. Yeah. And all the way in the back of the spectrum. And then uh, we, uh, my wife and I, we took my daughter for, for Christmas. And again, much like I said to Tom Petty, he was one of my favorite moments. It was like seeing her looking up and just being like, holy shit, that's
3: Mick Jagger. It was yeah. really, really cool to see yeah. that kind of yeah. reverential looking up. But all those guys in the band, like you know, we had a really great experience the last time we saw Stones. We saw them at the Link, and they were great. We had like they were all awesome. we have a lot of good friends here at McCuskers and somebody really hooked us up and got us down on the floor. And we were like maybe like like ten yards. I away remember from, we were. I think
0: we were all texting each other. I yeah. think you guys. Were, like, we were on the floor too, but we were we were yeah. the poor people. We were, sat on the floor. were, were right. yeah. We are only in the five hundred dollars yeah. seats.
2: It was so funny. My friend from the bar brings us down to the stage, and we're on the side of the stage. And Mick Jagger's right there, and he says to me, "Do you want to get any closer? I'll get you close." <laughs> I'm like, "No, Rich, this is fine right here. Yeah. Thank you very much." He yeah.
0: catches like his red fedora that he came out. Of. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It, I never get disappointed by spending money to yeah. see the Stones. People will spend money for the Super Bowl or some shit like that, like outrageous money, and then come home fucking crying that they lost. Yeah, this. I'll spend three hundred dollars to see the Stones Easy. and not and not. Be disappointed. I remember Easy.
0: that the year that we went, we got them secondhand seats, and they were like three hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah, I said we were way the fuck back. Yeah, and I remember going on Facebook that night, just posting worth every penny. It, it was heart. like period everywhere. Absolutely,
2: I've spent. I think the most I've spent to see the Stones was probably about five hundred dollars, and I saw them on the fiftieth anniversary tour. They only did like three shows yeah. in America. Yes, and that was. One of the, like, John Mayer came out and played with him. Um, the next night, Lady Gaga came out and played with him. Thank God I wasn't there for that. I, I always look forward to that song live. When he he says, you could be my partner in crime. That's yeah. that's my shit.
0: And I, I talked about this last week that blues documentary it was a uh, it was actually that that thing that you and I watched yeah. right it was actually the um that was a couple hours of the Martin Scorsese blues documentary that we missed i think we i shared we watched 2 hours of it or okay. whatever i shared with you mm-hmm. it's like a six part thing that scorsese did And i didn't know that i saw it on youtube but anything that keith richards is on and he's talking about guitar it's so man, interesting i, I like cuz he's just like we spent hours preparing yeah, for this yeah, show to yeah, talk yeah. about like one song, and he can just go. And he is like, dude, that dude, he's a zillion years old. He is a walking encyclopedia, man. He just knows oh, sure. his, oh, his music. Yeah. Yeah. He knows uh, yeah. music history and his. Yeah. And the way he talks, like you know, he's laughing as he's talking, he, dude. He, I could listen, like if I could have a beer with one musician, man. It, he <laughs> I just like Just yeah. listen to him. I
2: I'm not a guitar player, but. I'm with you, Bruce. Whatever he has to say about guitars or tuning or anything like that maybe I don't completely understand what he's
3: talking about because I don't play guitar, right? But, but you're but like I'm so intrigued by it. Yeah.
0: yeah, dude. He he is a he's just
3: like a walking historian. It's just it's really really
0: yeah. interesting. That's yeah.
3: why he's so influential, man. We, we talked about it last week. Yeah, you know. and,
0: and and they're a band that is always looking. Backwards at the history of music and sure. Springsteen does a lot of that too, you know, do off and gospel and yeah. shit, but the stones, man, like the blues and the gospel and and all Everything. that stuff. The R and B and they're not Christ. just ripping it off, man. Like they, they get it, they understand it. and it's just
3: Yeah. They moved along with the times too. They they did they like they did like kind of like a disco song, man. Like you know what yeah. I mean? they 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 adapt it to time and sound. That's why they're still around. At,
0: at some point in our lives, people that we meet are going to go like, "Holy shit, you saw the Rolling sure. Stones!" Yeah, hopefully you that's know, a long, like,
3: long, long time from now. I've, and they keep on doing it. Like you know, as long as there's cocaine and Jack Daniels, yeah. Keith Richards is still going to be <laughs> but around. As, as, if they if they're coming, we're going. You know, if they absolutely, if absolutely, yeah. I'll always yeah. go see them. Yeah, always. All right,
0: let's keep rolling, man. We just spent an exorbitant amount of, a disproportionate <laughs> amount of time talking about the Stone but it was Stones yeah um, next up was, was one of my picks man was Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads Great there is song. Ritter at the bottom of the ocean we've gone 22 episodes and we have not talked about the Talking Heads at all yeah it's amazing so, let me play a little bit of it living in a shotgun shack and
1: you may find yourself in another part of the world and you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile beautiful house with a beautiful wife and you may ask yourself well how did i get here
3: i love the talking heads they're, dude, they're one of the greatest bands of this decade, or of the, I'm sorry, of the century. This, this you know. song
0: is in uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that have shaped rock and roll. Absolutely, I believe it. man. I mean, yeah. we're sitting here with our headphones on, and this the way that little that little un, that little electronic like beep yeah. is bouncing in between each ear. Yeah, this everything it's they genius. do is incredibly complicated. Yeah. I mean, Every, he, that's a great th- yeah.
2: way to say it. everything they do is complicated from like the, the little things sounds on their songs like, you, like things you wouldn't even notice until the 30th time you listen Right,
0: but to but it. not like to the point that you're inaccessible no you know like it's them and Brian Eno produce all their stuff and some of Brian the shit that Brian Eno puts out yeah. is just like art project kind yeah. of stuff and you don't get it but this is really accessible music and it you want to circle back to the blues that call and response that he yeah. like the song you know he says something and then he says it back that's that's gospel that's blues and yeah they um this song band was also recorded like they're all like outtakes from jam sessions really oh wow and Brian Eno cut out all of these little pieces that he thought and he looped them all together no way so it's like a lot of like electronic kind of stuff huh. so Brian like the band was messing around. He took it all and like back in his little recording studio and spliced it all together. And it was like, check this out. And it was like really different musically. It's such a different kind of song. You so right. writing
3: credits for it? I probably uh, yeah. He I, I, I don't know, but he might. Yeah. But it's you also like to. it's
0: a really catchy song for as like technically complicated as it is. Mm-hmm. He um he was on uh, Center Live like a
3: year ago. And played this song with like a band. Yeah, but it was really good. Well, they have the thing on HBO Max. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if we, we talked about it on the show yet, but he, uh, Dave Burns, he has a special on HBO Max. That's the play that he did. Like I saw it like on the uh, the Grammys or something or the Osc- or or it might have even been the Tonys, and uh, it looks brilliant. I talked to people who have seen the the the, uh, the thing that they put on HBO and everybody says it's brilliant. He played like the Tower Theater or something last year and I really wish I would have went.
2: I've missed him a few times. There was a few times I had a chance to see him at the Man Music Center and I had to work and I just hear he yeah. puts a great fucking show on there. Our
3: buddy Neil went to go see him at the tower one time and I'm like he's like you have to go see him if you ever get a chance. I'm like, Well, I know a lot of Talking Head stuff, but I don't know a lot of his stuff. And he doesn't have a lot of solo stuff out. But it doesn't matter if you know it, it's an amazing show what the show he puts on. He what, has like an album he's put out in the last like five
0: years yeah. that I listened to. It was really good. He's almost like um he's like Peter Gabriel. Like yeah, he writes I think this he, really complicated show. I think stuff, he's better but, than Peter Gabriel in my like, opinion. But, but you can it's accessible. Yes. So it's not, like, artsy shit. Yeah. I
2: think he's more ear-friendly than than Peter Gabriel It's or Genesis. Yeah. I think they're a different kind of rock and roll um, than the rest of rock and roll is. I think they're maybe one of the original, well, not original nerd rock, but,
0: you know, it was it, definitely... I would say it, it was. You it's, know? it's like it's like that, that new wave yeah. stuff. It's but still
2: punk rock at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but it's
0: like that... Velvet Underground like pushing the envelope. Yeah. yeah uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. Art Project and yeah. e- like...
2: There but hasn't been a band like the Talking Heads. After, no. No. Know?
0: No. I don't... I think
3: they're like, again, once in a lifetime band. Yeah. Like like Harry said, like, you know, I think we pretty much came up that we agree that they're better than... Or he's better than Peter Gabriel. Now... Do you think that's because he's an American and we kind of get what he's singing in his lyrics a little bit better than what Peter Gabriel's talk might be talking yeah, about? Yeah, maybe
2: Genesis is a little bit too limey. Yeah. You know? Uh, and they're an American band. Yeah. The Talking Heads are an American band.
0: And the Talking Heads don't have Phil fucking Collins making all their... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm done. we're done with James Taylor. He's yeah. next on yeah. my... Uh, oh, get, really? I'm going to get him,
3: too.
1: Yeah, uh, Phil's all right. Uh, he's okay. Uh,
3: what is his what wife divorce him yeah, smells. His, really, smell, yeah. really his daughter bad. his daughter's on like a tv show she's like an actress of some some sort yeah fuck yeah. her too he made, some, <laughs> he made some good movies yeah oscar no not oscar well it doesn't matter but uh against all odds yeah
2: he just made a sound he wasn't in that movie
3: i don't need to
0: hear i don't need to hear another <laughs> phil collins song the rest of my life
2: he made all those disney songs yeah, yeah. that's true
0: yeah you know, like phil collins and elton john and they like they could get on Richard Branson's Space Shuttle and get launched out mm. in space and never hear him again. So, sure. All right. But one band, instead of Space Shuttles, let's talk about trucks. Yeah. Specifically trucking. G- the Grateful Dead The trucking. Grateful God bless the Grateful <laughs> Dead. Let's do it. Here's trucking.
1: Sometimes the light's all shining on me. See? It to me what long trip it's been
2: that's just representing the dead a little bit because we would listen to them for about 300 miles straight easy <laughs> easy, easy what's that
3: Four songs. Yeah, that's, yeah, about, that's four about four songs. songs. Yeah,
2: Alex, you love the Grateful Dead, don't you? More than anything. More than anything. Where are you are you going on a road trip? Aren't you? You're in San Diego. We're flying out there. Flying up to San Diego. To see, oh, you're driving and flying. You're taking an elevator. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but did you tell me right you on, just got fish tickets right for the same
2: trip? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna see fish and the dead on the same trip. Yeah. Man, man, wish I was going on that trip. That's, I'm that's, gonna have right. to do my just own trip at home. Right. That's a hell of a trip. <laughs> what a long, strange trip it's been. I mean, they're the greatest American rock and roll band. I didn't put them on my list for that show because obviously they are. And no no umps, umps about it.
3: Okay. I gotta be honest, like The Grateful Dead has been the most important musical influence of me in the last ten years. Like that's we what should, I really. We should do did. a show
0: because you guys, yeah, you guys have said this several times, yeah. like, how highly you think of them, and
3: but even like musically, just spiritually, man, like it really, they really, it, it really did your so, life. Yeah, it really did change. It's, something changed in me when I really got into the Grateful Dead. Like you just get peace with yourself. The great you know? thing
2: about the Grateful Dead is like the, the different years. Um, if you like the first couple years, they're really
0: bluesy. Yeah, we talking they, about that last the last episode,
2: and then they get more psychedelic. And then they become in the seventies they become more rock and roll. And then in the eighties they became this classic rock band. Yeah. You know, and now they're just uh how can I say, uh, institution of music.
3: Absolutely. Very well said. Very well said. I mean
2: they it's a culture. It's a cult, They they invented a culture. I, absolutely. They they were at the beginning they were at the beginning
0: and, of all that stuff. Yeah, I mean more than probably any other band. I mean the the live experience of seeing them, I mean even it's almost laughed at, or, or poke fun of, yeah. or a stereotype, or whatever. At this point,
2: the one thing that I love about the Grateful Dead that they were not influenced by the Beatles in the beginning mm-hmm. at all. They were playing before the Beatles.
0: Um, when I, they were like the Warlocks. They were the Warlocks. Yeah, um, so I know. I know a little bit.
2: Yeah, I'm going to hook you up with some books and you know about fish and the dead, and we're going to have a long, strange. I, told trip. You, I, I read the.
0: I read the. A long strange ship it's been by them but, yeah, and I read, I read the electric Kool-Aid acid test yeah. and I was actually reading them both at the same time and it was weird I was like Jesus. I was reading back and forth and did actually you feel the, like you are on LSD <laughs> well like the, the plot actually the the plot of both books converged on the same point where they're, where they're at the house making the, that's the LSD and, and i I'm, like, I'm reading it from two different perspectives it was like it was weird uh, yeah, That's why you don't read more than one book one, at a time. I, but. I mean, well, I don't read one comic book more than a time. <laughs> you know what, was all, what I thought was interesting about this song too was when Robert Hunter was the you yeah. Know, he's not in the band, but he was kind. He was the writer. Like, yeah. He always thought that this song was going to evolve like as more stuff happened to the band because all this shit yeah. you know, busted down on Bourbon Street, Street is from the band, yeah. and as they. All the years go on. You they with, would write new yeah. verses for yeah. it. And the band was kind of like, no, dude. That's yeah, we got to stop doing that. because
2: yeah. they're really giving away all the secrets. Right,
0: <laughs> like a few
2: people knowing about it is great. Oh, fucking million people. Right, you don't want to know about
0: it. Yeah. All right, they deserve to be on yeah. the list, man. They're good. It's good driving music. God bless the Grateful Dead. All right, next up we got "Take Me Home, Country Road" by John Denver. This is one of my picks. Here we go.
1: Under than the mountains Growing like a breeze Country roads
0: As I've gotten older. I've definitely gotten into more country music, and that might be part of my my mm. wife's influence on okay. my life. Is,
2: it, is John Denver country? Or is I he? think he is. It's yeah, like, I think he. Like, Jess, know, you think yeah. he's country? Yeah, yeah, yeah he she's, is. okay. I just remember him being the pop rock section.
0: He's in that like folk. Some of his stuff's considered that soft, folky kind of that's adult, where, that's where adult, I would put Contemporary him. shit. Yeah. I, man, I like boy. Uh, what's that song, Jess? I'm a country, thank God. I'm a thank, country thank boy. God I'm a country boy. Yeah, yeah it's a that, great that, song. That, that's a country, it's a hillbilly song. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a hillbilly a little bit. What was the Mountain High? Yeah, Rocky yeah, Mountain, Mountain High. High. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Mountain Rocky Yeah, Rocky Mountain High? Yeah, yeah.
2: I think the most thing I know about John Denver is the Muppets Christmas album.
0: I
3: yeah.
0: I yeah. fucking hate that. Oh, come oh come my on, come god.
3: On. I I absolutely know nothing about John Den- Denver except for that what Ryan said and the movie oh god. Oh God! Yes, <laughs> like, I mean, and, oh, God. that's yeah. With George Byrne. this is like not my cup of tea at all. Like you know, I think maybe that you just gave me one of my electric chair choices. But like,
2: I think like you said, as you get older and maybe more experiences in life, you can listen to John Denver and maybe identify with it. I mean, being two little punk rock kids from yeah. Philly, we wouldn't get Dom Denver, but maybe driving cross country to see yeah. mountains like, reflecting in a lake. You know, hear that song.
0: To me, sitting in my backyard around a fire is just—that's just a song that would come that we'd
3: play. Like you, like like how you said, like I got Neil Young later in life. Like I, like one day I just got it. Like it's like you have to be at a certain age. Like it was like Scotch to me. Like oh, I like Neil Young now. John Denver, I don't know. And I've been to the Smoky Mountains. You know, that was a great road trip that I've been on. You know, I, you know, I've been to Dollywood. I've been to Gatlinburg and all over. And um, you could really feel that presence and that style of music out there, man. Like you know, but yeah. you know, I, I guess you know, when in Rome, you kind of adapt to things. But it wouldn't really be something that I would like be like, oh, I'm, I'm influenced to listen to more okay. of him. But I love you and I respect you. So yeah, you know, no, it's all good, right man. That's, why we, yeah, all, I
2: love, that's why we all. I know, John Denver the made the list John Denver is one of the greatest American songwriters that there was
0: I've said this a couple times I really want to do a show on like tragedies for musicians sure. I have some notes on like the circumstances of which he died and I want to get into it because I think we got a good flow right now sure. but it was like man it's a it's a really weird story and I wow. just think it would be an interesting yeah, yeah uh, he, plan, he, he plan,
3: died plane crash right yeah, yeah. something
0: that he was like he built. Or yeah, somebody be, built for It was for like him. this.
2: This really not like a model. It yeah, was, it, it was, was, like was like a, a kit, like, yeah. a, like yeah. a kit a car kit, kind yeah. of thing. It Was a kit yeah. plane.
3: Awesome. Let's get in this. You know, which is like, dude, if you're like a, a very wealthy
0: musician, like sure, don't build your own plane. Yeah, dude.
2: don't they learn yet that they can't fly in yeah. these small planes? Yeah,
0: come on, man. All right, let's move on to something else. Happy. Um, <laughs> next up, we got a couple songs left. We got "Jessica" by the Almond Brothers Band. Let's play 30 seconds of that too. 30 seconds is uh, 3% of yeah, the length of the uh, song. Yeah, you're to get
3: to the song. I, I love the Ullman <laughs> Brothers. I was sitting here
2: looking at Bruce. I'm like, you know, this is an instrumental <laughs> song, right?
3: But um, I got to be honest, that song like I could just be walking down the street, and that will just like pop in my head and feel like 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 the Charlie Brown song, like walking around. Like it's it's a beautiful song. Yeah, like, you me, know, they're a great band.
2: To me, like I, I I see driving on the highway with cornfields in the background, and you know, uh, horses in the in the in the fields. I just wish. You know that I can have these images come to life when I hear these songs and like live them for real.
0: And this song was in the uh, what the Progressive was using it as like a commercial uh, yeah, for a yeah, while. Yeah. The guy riding a yeah.
2: motorcycle yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's, and it's a a big, yeah, it's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, been in a bunch. I think it's it's a great like setting. Yeah, like a mood
3: setting. Yeah. yeah, it's a great piece of America. I also think like you know just the song itself. The Omen it's, Brothers were, were such yeah. a great band.
2: They're one band I never got to see. Yeah, I, I never went and saw them. I, I regret it
0: now. Um, Whatever's left of them in the Dickie Betts band are yeah. playing at the Stone Pony this summer. Oh, really? Down, I, I've, I've, seen Dickie,
2: I've seen Dickie in concert. He was pretty good. He plays all the Almond stuff. Yeah, but there's a new band out. It's it's the Almond Brothers with um, it's called. If, what is that band called with the Almond Brother? The Almond Betts
0: Band. Yeah, that's who's playing the Stone. That's playing the Stone Pony.
2: Oh. I... Dude, uh, uh, they're okay.
0: opening for a band called Blackberry Smoke. It's okay. like another kind of jammy country nice. kind of band.
2: Be- because they're like the, the Bets and Almond. They're like the the kids of oh the kids. It. They're the kids. Then okay. they have a band like a cover oh, that's band. Great. That's great. That yeah. Those guys. I hear they're smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see them? They're on Peach Fest.
0: Peach Fest. Everybody yeah. played Peach Fest.
2: I wish ne- next year I'm going. with you. Oh cool. Next year I'm going with you guys. And if it, if it sucks, I'm gonna blame you.
1: <laughs>
0: Very cool. All right, man. Well, let's keep on rocking. So this next one, this one, this one threw me for a loop. This is uh, "Keep Your Hands to Yourself" by the Georgia Satellites. Yeah, you gotta you know, have it in here, man. You know, a little bit of yeehaw yeah. in here. Let's yeah. do it.
1: I got a little change in. hands to
3: That was one of my picks. I, spe- I go down south a lot to go see uh, my girlfriend's family. We go down probably like twice a year. And when I start, when I get down past Virginia or anything like that, that's like one of the songs that I put on, dude. <laughs> the radio just yeah. automatically changes yeah. over to dude, it. Dude, you drive down there and you just feel it. You know, I I don't know a lot of, about Georgia satellites, man, but like I, I know I love that song. That and
2: makes me want to get the CB radio, break a break a one nine.
3: There's a smoky bandit running around,
2: man. But that's the South, man. Like you know, it's there's just, a bubblegum machine up on my tail, yeah. boy.
3: But there's this great guitar work in the song. Great lyrics. You know, it's just again, I think it's a great American song. I and mean, if you're cross if you're on a cross country Drive I got across that America. Cookie, cookie 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 If you no, yeah, if you're driving across America <laughs> or something like that that's like a, a staple in my in my book anyway. Absolutely. In my car in my car it is, you know. Absolutely, man. When we
0: do yeehaw nights in my backyard yeah. on Saturday nights, we fire up the grand old Opry. That that's always on. Is that a yeehaw song?
1: Yeah, it's a rock
3: of and roll song. No, dude, that's a yeehaw nah, song. No, it's, it's, it's a rock a, it's and a roll quarter. song. A, a, what do you that's guys a, think? Is that a rock and roll song or a country song?
2: George your asks
3: yourself uh, it sucks. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> song.
0: he, um, the singer, the lead singer of that band too, Daniel Dan Baird, he's got a like a handful of albums too that are pretty good. He's got okay. like it, it's like that cross of like country. They call it cowpunk, like country okay. punk music or you know oh, really? southern rock, like way, psychobilly. More punk. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little. Did you let? Look- it's did like you like out- it? Do you I like did. it? I did, yeah. It's okay. like, um, like Outlaw Country, but if like like Outlaw Country went hard,
1: it's, it's, cool. it's decent. I think it's different.
2: Yeah. You ever hear Hank William III? Yeah. Uh, he- what the, fuck, the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs>
0: At least he's named after the kid and he's not like Sonny Boy Williams II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, man, let's keep rolling. Next, we got "Descending" by the Black Crows. This is off the Amorica album. This is the last song, of the Amorica song. This right. is a great yep. album.
2: This the album's great. The song is equally great.
0: Dude, the Black Crows, man, "Remedy" was on my short list of mm-hmm. uh, songs. Yeah. I was I was kicking around. I I think they're one of the last straight up classic American Absolutely. rock and roll. I think bands.
3: they're they're they might be a band that's kind of forgotten. Like if you're a Black Crows fan, you're a Black Crows fan. We know a lot of Black Crows fans, and they're they you know they're just. They never hit like that popular like band. Even though they played like they went on tour with Jimmy Page and did like monster shows with them, they just did Led Zeppelin songs. But they're kind—I of, think they're kind of a band that kind of might have been forgotten. A they got—they get—they
2: get hauled into the hair band,
3: yeah, category, um, because they came out
2: in the '90s and they were on tour with Aerosmith and they were on MTV all the time. Um, I think there's such more—they have so much potential of being a jam band, yeah, than like. Prior them being a hair yeah. band,
0: I think they get considered as like a southern, a southern rock, like a classic the, the, southern rock band.
3: Yeah, this like when I first like um, start really listening to the Black Crows, is a Southern Harmony album, and that was like a gateway album for me. Listening to like start listening to blues and maybe like you know like the Allman Brothers or yeah this, me too. And like, it was a, like you know you no know, play, play yeah, a song yeah why do you play a song all right yeah let's listen to a little bit of it. Why I put this uh, song in my playlist for the show because you're going to South Dakota. Um, I was driving to South Dakota is like, like the sun was coming up, and we we're going by the Badlands, and then you hear that guitar come in, and then the sun's coming up. And you just see just beauty, man. And I said, like my, my buddy, my buddy uh, Chuck Reynolds, I was with the trip with. I'm like, dude, this is the greatest song ever written. Right now, it is. Because just where we were and just peaceful. At that moment. <laughs> At that moment. So you have to do me a promise. If you're driving and you see something like beautiful, you got to play that song for me. All right. You know what I mean? I, I think you'll have a great experience. All right. You yeah. got it. No problem. But, um, you know, yeah, the Robinson Brothers, you know, they're going to do the Shake Your Money Maker show. You know, reschedule that. And, yeah. Um,
0: we were supposed to see them last year. Yeah. And we we didn't because the tour got canceled. You were, Ryan, you were saying like them being a jam band too. The, uh, the Robinson Brotherhood One yeah, of the side projects They're great Like there's, there's great. covers of uh, Like Sugary That they've done That oh, are yeah. like 15 minutes long They're really good Yeah
2: they're a great band I mean Both of those, Both the brothers Put out different albums That are really great I think they're just So talented But you know I don't think They can get it together To put a new album out But the last Few albums they put out Of their career Really sucked Like they really Go downhill Really fast Like they're not Putting quality music out um, mm-hmm. I, I feel just, like I just they, think they, they, they lost so the drive. Yeah, they lost the drive. The, maybe they're sober now. Who knows? Yeah. You know, that takes a lot from Chris yeah. Robinson. What's the fun in that? Yeah,
3: but like one of my biggest problems is you know they're doing the Black Crows, Shake Your Money Maker, Thirty Years or whatever, how many years it is, and they got rid of like they their drummer Steve Gorman, dude. He's been with the band from nineteen eighty seven to two thousand fifteen. So they're going to start doing the Black Crows again. They wanted to start. They wanted to hire him in as an employee, not a part of the band. Hmm. So that kind of really left. That's it's like this is a big smash and grab. Like this is a money thing. Money gets in the way, man. I Rock so. and roll. I don't care. Play remedy. But it's just like you know, <laughs> all these years, this guy put up with all their crazy bullshit, and then you that's don't give a, him the that's respect. A good
2: thing. Crazy bullshit. That's ape shit crazy. Yeah. Those yeah. There's two brothers. of them.
0: We went and saw that with Jimmy Page. Yes. We, I at, saw that uh, show. In Camden. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were They're great. so good. They're they were Not many so people great. could pull that off no. singing Zeppelin, but man, he can. Chris
2: Robinson got so pissed off that Dead and Company didn't ask him to be yeah. a singer. He would
3: have been yeah. great. He would have yeah.
2: been great, but they need another guitar player. Dude, yeah. he went
3: off on, on John Mayer on Stern, man. He, lost, he was going apeshit. And he, and he was like, oh, well, the Grateful
2: Dead to me, people covering them. Or, or black, I'm like you cover them all the time, dude. Yeah, he's such an asshole. I I love the Black Crows, but Chris Robinson, I don't know what he's smoking. Ego, no, he's an ego. He's rock and roll. He is yeah. one. Of, he's a, one of the greatest voices that came out in the last thirty years, and he don't get any love from the industry. I don't think the band gets any love from the industry, but I think they're their worst enemies. They, that's very well said. You know, yeah. they can't get it together. They have
0: these huge egos feel like there's two the two brothers from Oasis that are always yeah. well, they did a tour together they
2: did a tour called the Loving Brothers Tour yeah. the Brotherly Love Tour it was called and it sucked
0: I mean times we gotta edit out you guys fight with each other on the show like, yeah, but we don't do it in public though right, yeah, right. You, yeah.
3: right. You, thank you for editing. I just, it again. I just save it for yeah. my own fire yeah, own it's like,
0: holy shit right I just let my <laughs> wife listen to it like
1: listen <laughs> to you two crazy out. assholes <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright we got three songs left two songs left uh Alright, next up was who I think is the most underrated classic rock and roll singer ever, even though he sang eighteen million he's sold eighteen million albums, and that's Jackson Brown. Run on Empty, again, to me is just a absolutely classic you're going down some back road and you're doing eighty miles an hour. Let's hear it. Let's do it. Love Jackson Brown. It's a great said, song. I think he's really underrated. Like we're listening to it,
3: and I'm like, I feel like an idiot, dude. I didn't know that was a Jackson Brown song. Yeah, it does sound know? like an Eagles song. Yeah, and we,
2: and we all said the same. It's like, oh, it reminds me of that Forrest Gump scene. Yeah, that he's running. He's run- when he's like, run, Forrest. He's doing the cross country running.
0: Yeah, and the song was like, he wrote it as a kind of a side thing as he was recording his first album because he was going back and forth to the studio mm. and he was so poor. He didn't have any gas on his car, so he literally was really. running on empty really. all the
3: time. That's wow.
0: And he just wrote a song about it.
3: You know, I, I don't know too much about Jackson Brown. I feel like that I would like him. That might be another another guy I might have to get into a little bit. Yeah, you know, I like everything him. I hear, I like. So
0: saying, like, under, completely underrated. Like, yeah. he sold 18 million records, and he kind of like he's not thrown in that same now same tier with the with the big guns. Yeah, I mean, he. he
2: if he, if he has the tunes yeah. i just think he he, had a, he didn't have a great publicist story yeah. you know I, or the record
3: th- company didn't back him up but i do feel like he is a household name like i, I it's jackson brown like you know i seen him on the grammys or this or that but have I ever really listened to his music, like, really like get into it? No, and he's, I have to. And he's a dude, like, if you pull him up on Wikipedia or Spotify, you know more than you think you do. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, shit, I know that yeah. song. I
0: know that song. Yeah. And
2: well, we were saying earlier, Jackson Brown helped write Take It Easy. Right. He wrote the first verse, and Glenn Fry wrote the second verse.
0: And he also wrote some songs for Warren Zevon, The Birds, Nico. He, like, he's, he's very a prolific. He's very talented. Like, doing everything. He's almost like the man behind the curtain with, for 40 years of rock mm, and roll yeah. very cool alright we got uh, what is this next song Police on My Back by The Clash man we get through this whole how business. do we not we, have we The Clash, clash earlier on yeah. Yeah. the only band that matters
3: I love that song. I, I was messing around with my uh, my picks like for the last couple of days, and I heard this this morning, and I'm like, I gotta put this on my list. I, I, I was talking to Ryan, I'm like I, I really hate to bother you, but
2: yeah, this this
3: has to be on here. And um, one time, me and Anne, we're driving down south, so we, we take turns of listening things. So I put on their live album from Shea, I think it was, and we're driving. She's like, What is this? It's, you think this is punk rock music? What the, What is this? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Th- what kind of fucking song is this? Did you pull over and throw her out of the I car? I was like, I, I just gave her a look. I just gave her a stare. I'm like, you got to stop, man. Man, The Clash. We were worked. laughing for about a half you hour. You better pull her over yeah. and uh, put a, a Joe Biden yeah,
1: t-shirt on her. Pull her out the door
2: <laughs> down south. Down south. Dude, it's Yeah. The Clash was just one of the greatest rock and roll Absolutely, bands ever. Absolutely, man. Ever. Yeah. I mean, Joe Strummer Trump, yeah. was such a great songwriter. Um, Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor. Mick Jones is a fucking great guitar player. It's a shame that he died before they can get back together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We talked a lot. We talked about them a lot on our punk rock episode, too. Yeah. And uh, another band that we could do a whole show on. The the Clash are just fantastic. And that's it. Oh, we got one more song. We got a bonus. One honorary song. We got one bonus song. Let me just just, go to it. Let me just play it.
3: Dude, Come I just, on! I just want to go see some worm farms, man. Come on, Lindsey. He's going yeah, to her Dad. From, I think he's going uh, to pork her
0: Dad. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, excuse
2: me, Holmes. Are you <laughs> me back to the freeway. <laughs> How many, dude? That's one of the greatest movies ever. You don't even have to say the title. You can't of, have this, a road. Yeah.
0: You can't do a road trip show without talking about national foods. I, I mean, mean, like, you know, any of the national. In one foods. of
2: my, in, in my next life, I'm going to take a trip. And uh, I'm gonna follow the route that the Griswolds did to
3: go to, the, to uh, Magic
2: Wally, Mountain, Wally World. Wally, Wally World, World. Like, yeah. take
3: that, take that route that they took, dude. And then you should to, like just have like a friggin like bag on top of the car, with, yeah. like pretend it's the grandmother the on grandmother. top of the car. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna live out the movie on the road. <laughs> We did a Christmas story one, so we'll do that one, yeah,
0: too. Yeah, let's do it. It could be a, pr- a Prisoner to rock and roll yeah. road trip. Yeah. So that's it, man. That's our that's our list. That's our
3: 20 songs. Yeah, so. it's a and list. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I have some honorable mentions. Well, Doug, you, you said you had a couple honorable mentions as well, well on you, your list. L- these
3: are from um, your daughter, so let's let's read them. They're more important.
0: All right, so my daughter wrote them on a paper plate and threw them at me from across McCusker, so <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could read all these. Well... Let me see here. Rocky Top by Conway Twitty. Absolutely. Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. Fight for Your Right by the Beastie Boys. For Those About the Rock by ACD. That's a good one. Yeah. Born Free by Kid Rock. Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. Definitely. Cruise by Florida Georgia Line. Okay.
3: Okay. Right I know north. who they are.
0: Baba Da by Kid Rock. You can't have the same band on there twice. On. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come on, on. If kid. you're going to
3: be on this show. <laughs> Damn it. You blew it!
0: (laughs) Brandy by Looking Glass. Beers and Sunshine by Darius Rucker. That's a country song. Burning Down the House by Talking Heads. Yeah. Yeah. Come Down by Bush. She put in parentheses, I almost touched him when he was in concert. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, he went running around. Gavin. Uh, Don't You Forget About Me by The Simple Minds. You could just hear High Street Records cover that. Yeah, yeah. Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home by... Ellie King and Miranda Lambert. I missed that one. And play the funky music by Wild Cherry. There you go. Right, yeah, I like right. that that's one. So, yeah, a little bit more yeah, rock than the, the stuff that yeah. we put together. So, yeah. Yeah, right on. That's I wanted great. to
2: put some Slayer on our, our playlist, <laughs> some, but yeah.
3: So, uh, Doug, what, what do you got for some of your like number one? Like Kenny Rogers, turn level, turn you around. Like that's a great road song. Okay, I've ever heard that one. Okay, uh, if you want blood, you got it. ACDC, Running Down Dream, Tom Petty, Voodoo Child, Steve Ray Vaughn. We did Running Down the Dream. Did we? Okay, yeah, we did. All right, never mind. (laughs) So great, it's worth it it twice. That's all right. Baba O'Reilly, The Who. That's a good one. Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Burning Love, Elvis. Give Me Some Lovin', Spencer Davis Group.
0: Uh, Uh, That's a a really good one.
3: Superstition, Stevie Wonder. Road to Nowhere to Talking Heads. So lonely. The police call me by uh, call me out by Paul Simon, and uh, yeah, that's gonna top going my call head. Call me by Blondie. No, call me. I
0: had a uh, Viva Las Vegas by Elvis was on my short list. So cool. So I think that's it, man. I think we we have an ultimate road trip playlist. I'm gonna definitely. Well, we published a playlist. I'm going to put this on my phone. I'm definitely going to listen to this when we're out. Nice. We're out west, and apparently, everyone in the car with me is going to listen to it. So.
1: <laughs> so,
0: we've got some listener feedback and second thoughts. So, we've got some feedback from some listeners and some second thoughts on some other episodes. So, we got some Twitter feedback by somebody. The handle was HamScissors13. They said, "How many people have you talked about?" on your blues episode we're in the first class of the Blues Hall of Fame I'm too lazy to look it up <laughs> so well I'm glad you asked there are 20 people that were in the first class of the Hall of Fame and we talked about 11 of them wow so John Lee Hooker Lightning Hopkins Sunhouse Hall Wolf, Blind Lemon Jefferson Robert Johnson B.B. King Muddy Waters Charlie Patton Sonny Boy Williams, one and two, (laughs) both made it.
3: One and two.
0: One and two both made it. So uh, if you want to hear about those guys, go check out our blues episode. Some second thoughts. So Billy Eilish clapped back. (laughs) Uh, We were doing the electric electric chair episode. Ryan uh, talked extensively about Billy Eilish and how much he does not like her. I can't
2: stand her. She's miserable. She's got a new look, though.
0: So Yeah, her you, boobs are out. And she, she put out a video on TikTok where she was responding to all these people trashing her. And she said, eat my dust. My tits are bigger than yours. <laughs> I, she might have been talking to you. Maybe. I don't know. My tits are pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, And then we had Steve from Philadelphia wrote in and said, you guys were rightfully tra- talking trash about Creed. Have you ever heard Dave Grohl doing the parody of him on YouTube? Go check it out. So I went and looked it up. And uh, I'll play thirty seconds of it. It's have you guys heard this? I've never heard it's this. It's pretty funny. Hang on. Let's let's if we can fire it up. Let's get past uh, whatever Facebook ad and. Thank you, brother. With well, arms so wide open,
1: now. Annunciate the way I please. Now I'm on my knees I went to church On Sunday Start the band to start to get paid With arms wide open Into the pews and church
3: (laughs) That's a very interesting, that was great
0: that was awesome yeah awesome yeah. fantastic uh, one last thing listener feedback man uh, Mike Cenron he's a frequent listener of the show he's written in a couple times we read his stuff his young son was recently diagnosed with leukemia and oh, is going oh, through That's treatment right now just we're thinking of you brother yeah man and uh, hope everything turns out okay hang in there little dude yeah man so now we're ready to move on to the electric chair the electric chair is a segment where we sentence a song to death for being absolutely terrible The electric chair is sponsored by our really good friends at Lunacy Brewing Company. They're at 1500 West Kings Highway in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. You can check them out on social media or at lunacybrewingcompany.com. And this week it is my pick, and I pick Big Yellow Taxi by the Counting Crows and Vanessa Carlton. Man, this... All right, so I'm going to read an article that the Village Voice wrote. This is a cover by Joni Mitchell. Keep in mind that this article is on Joni Mitchell's website. Nice. (laughs) Adam, we don't know if you misunderstood the song's anti-globalization, anti-industrialization, anti-corporation music, or... Just chose to ignore it so you could get free frappuccinos for life. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna hip you to a harsh reality. Seriously, you know the line about how they paved down a they paved paradise and put it in a parking lot? Like how they replaced something beautiful with something cold and heartless and commercial? that's you you were the parking lot motherfucker
1: you drove your shitty steamroller over
0: something everyone loved so you could pander your sensitive pussyhound hound wine to people waiting in line at Carl's Jr they paved Nirvana and put up a counting crow argh so that's great. on Joni Mitchell's
2: now that's awesome Joni that Mitchell is. hates his song I yes. think she's more punk rock than I thought she was yeah
0: Dude, everything about this song is terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a, it's a shitty cover. The, the Vanessa called the mmm, bop, bop, bop. Like, dude, yeah. all right, let's just oh. kill it. We sentence you to death.
3: Yeah. yeah. Kill that fucking Thank thing. Thank God,
0: man. That's a terrible song. So that's it for episode 22. Thanks for everyone who's been listening to us, especially everyone who's been in McCusker's Tavern when Thank let's you so
2: it. much.
0: Right on, right on, right
2: on. Yeah. Bruce, I hope you have a nice trip, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Right See you next safely, fall. man.
0: This was fun doing this, and uh, you know, I'll definitely be listening to this as we're on the road. If you like what you hear, you can follow us on your favorite podcast platform. You can leave us a review. Tell your friends about us. Uh, anybody in the bar, if you don't have any stickers, we certainly have some with us. I have some in my bag. If you guys who own the place don't have any with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if you're taking a road trip and need some tunes, we publish a playlist to go with every episode. You can find it in our show notes and our social media pages. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. We're online at prisonersarrockandroll.com, and you can email us at roll at gmail.com. And as we said at the top of the show, we are sponsored by McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia. We are live at McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia, and we are very proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. So we will circle up. We'll figure out what we're going to talk about next, and we will be back in two weeks.
3: Thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. Love you guys.
1: Keep on rocking. Peace out. <laughs>